Welcome to season one of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season and we're talking about specific topics as we go. You can find all season one episodes in the feed right now. Along the way, we'll share some of our favorite moments, great jokes, guest stars we love, character moments that last, and other Frasier-related fun. In this episode, we're talking about the woman, the legend, Roz Doyle. And for season one, that means taking a close look at a working woman who is always right. I wonder if we have any thoughts about that. I guess we'll see. So order yourself a double bourbon on the rocks and have the bartender spill a little in the glass and grab a seat behind the sound mixing board in your producer's booth as we talk about season one of Frasier. Start us off, Lauren. I want to talk about the glory that is Rosalinda Doyle. You're telling me her name is <laughs> Rosalinda? It's on the wiki. Outstanding show and outstanding work. You to find that out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I want to give full credit to you, Taryn, because before we started this podcast and before I took a really close look at the show, you suggested to me that Roz might be our hero and you were 100% correct. Let's look at the pilot of the show. So in the very first scene of the very first episode of Frasier, Roz tells Frasier that he sucks. Here's a clip of that. Well, the rest of the show was pretty good. It was a, a good show, wasn't it? Here, your brother called. Roz, in the trade, we call that avoidance. Don't change the subject. Tell me what you think. Did I ever tell you what this little button does? <laughs> I am not a piece of Lalique. I can handle criticism. How was I today? Let's see. You dropped two commercials. You left a total of 28 seconds of dead air. You scrambled the station's call letters. You spilled yogurt on the control board, and you kept referring to Jerry with the identity crisis as Jeff. <laughs> you say my brother called. Mm -hmm. I just love that right out of the gate, we are shown that Roz knows exactly what she's doing, she's a total pro, and that Frasier does not. I also love that she doesn't pull her punches. Nope, not at all. God bless her. The pilot also gives Roz the task of delivering the main thesis of the series. And to do this, it has her tell Frasier the story of Lupi Villas. Here's that clip. What's eating you? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just this thing with my father and this this person he wants to hire. I thought I'd started my life with a clean slate. I had a picture of what it was going to be like, and then... I don't know. Ever heard of Lupe Velez? Who? Lupe Velez? The movie star in the 30s? 
Well, her career hit the skids, so she decided she'd make one final stab at immortality. She figured if she couldn't be remembered for her movies, she'd be remembered for the way she died. And all Loopy wanted was to be remembered. So, she plans this lavish suicide. Flowers, candles, silk sheep, white satin gown, full hair and makeup, the works. She takes the overdose of pills, lays on the bed, and imagines how beautiful she's going to look on the front page of tomorrow's newspaper. Unfortunately, the pills don't set well with the enchilada combo plate she sadly chose as her last meal. <laughs> she stumbles to the bathroom, trips and goes headfirst into the toilet, and that's how they found her. Is there a reason you're telling me this story? Yes. Even though things may not happen like we planned, they can work out anyway. Remind me again how it worked for Loopy. Last scene with her head in the toilet. All she wanted was to be remembered. Will you ever forget that story? So there you hear the thesis of the show, which is that though it may not look like you thought it would, your life will have a way of working out. The fact that the writers give Roz these lines is powerful. Roz holds no doctorate, she has no authority to give advice, but she does, and more importantly, Fraser takes it. And not only that, he almost immediately steals the story and tells it to a caller on his show. So Roz's advice is better than Fraser's, even though she doesn't get the credit for it. Of course she doesn't. It is great that, that, as you say, this is the thesis of the entire series, and it's a sentiment that is Roz's, not Fraser's. Yeah, and it's the thing that Fraser is always fighting against, his perception of who he wants to be, who he thinks he is, and it's also something that Roz has accepted. She knows who she is, and that's pretty awesome. Taryn, you love Roz. Tell me. Tell me all the things. I want to start by saying I also need to give some credit because I came to realize that she might be our hero from the show Broad City. Perry Gilpin has a guest role in an episode of season four of Broad City, and those ladies take great care to show how this woman who was doing her thing in the 90s was a role model for them, Mm -hmm. and it made me look at Roz in a whole new light. That's wonderful. Yeah. People should watch Broad City. Yes, yes, they should. The show Frasier always treats Roz like a joke. So especially when I was younger, I did too. I just followed their cues. And I am now seeing the error of that. She's unfazed and couldn't care less about what you think of her. And we have a clip of that from episode 8, Beloved Infidel, where she is talking about her date who is coming to pick her up. Okay, so who is this guy? Another one of those trendy young kids who's got three earrings, a ponytail, wearing a t-shirt under his sports coat. Is he here? (laughs) Roz, where do you meet these people? For your information, this guy happens to be a very successful media consultant. He graduated from Princeton, he has a house on Mercer Island, and he owns a 40-foot sailboat. You met him on a bus, didn't you? (laughs) No, actually, we shared a cab. All right, he was driving it. Hello, Frazier. Hi, Niles. You remember Roz? Yes, of Mm. course. What brings you here? Oh, nothing. (laughs) Just passing by and thought I'd stop in for a career. Good luck. (laughs) Sorry I'm late, Frazier, but 
The entrance to your parking garage is blocked by a cab driver with a ponytail scraping gum off his back seat. Madam, your chariot awaits. She fully knows that this guy sounds a little ridiculous, but that doesn't stop her from happily going on her date. That is a great clip you chose, because it really demonstrates that the people on the show Frasier are laughing at Roz. She, her life is the butt of the joke, but Roz doesn't care. She is above it, she is going to make her choices, and truly doesn't care what Frasier or Niles thinks of her, which is awesome. Yeah. The next thing I want to talk about is Roz's career as a radio producer. Her job is baked into the character from the beginning, and this is very uncommon. Female characters don't often get to be defined by their work, but Roz is, and in the mid-90s, I think that's even less common. It's telling that Roz's mother is also a career professional. Here is a clip from episode 5, Here's Looking at You, where we learn a little bit about Roz's role model. Hey, Roz, you know, this conversation with Doug has got me thinking about my father. He doesn't do much of anything either. He just uh, sits around most of the time watching TV or doing the occasional crossword puzzle. What does your mother do? Yeah. She's the Attorney General of Wisconsin. No, really. <laughs> really? Well, I guess that helps fill her day. Yeah, I'm quote, Mom, crime never stops, even in the dairy state. <laughs> well, I don't think public office is for Dad, but... Uh, Oh, maybe I could find him a hobby or something. Uh, you got any suggestions? Well, in her spare time, Mom likes to water ski a little. She hikes, oil paints. Oh, she likes archaeology. She's on a dig in Honduras right now. Well, maybe I could get him a wood-burning set. So here, Fraser shows his bias in laughing off the fact that Roz's mother could be a powerful woman in state government. It's a small tidbit of information, but it really helps us understand Roz and the way that her career is just a fact of her existence. She doesn't justify it, and we'll see what this career means to her as the series continues. The show does a great job of setting Roz up as a powerful woman and coming from a long line of powerful women and coming up against Frasier, who immediately thinks that can't be possible. It sets up their great dynamic. Absolutely. Something that stands out about Roz's character, as opposed to everyone else on the show, is that she isn't interested in Frasier's antics, which are the show Frasier. And, and it's because she isn't on that show. She's on her own show called Roz. A show I would watch. I would also watch it because Frasier's dramas are very much in the periphery of that show. In this clip from episode 11, Death Becomes Him, Frasier is starting to spiral about death and Roz keeps the scene light. She also genuinely doesn't care that he's having this issue and she makes it all about herself. Well done, Roz. I mean, there he is walking down his walkway this morning and he bends over to pick up his newspaper and bang, he drops dead of a heart attack. Just, God, you know what? I pick up my newspaper every day and the, the Sunday Times is very heavy. I'm thinking of canceling. <laughs> These things happen. These things happen? Roz, how can you say that? My God, this was not an old man. He was my age. What am I supposed to say? I guess I just don't think about these things like you do. Maybe it's because you're 41 and I'm not. <laughs> don't you ever think about your own mortality? Don't you ever think about dying? 
Well, not me dying, but you know what I have thought about lately? I've been dating this older guy, and what if, you know, we were in bed together and he dropped dead? Well, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Sometimes he starts breathing really funny, and I don't know if he's having a good time or if I've just overexcited him to some dangerous level. Someone certainly has a very high opinion of herself. Everybody's good at something. Ross, why is that every time we try to have a serious discussion, we end up talking about your sex life? Because I have one. Fair point, Roz. <laughs> we can't leave a discussion of early Roz Doyle without mentioning that time in season one where Roz literally gaslights Frasier and gives me life. I couldn't help myself. I brought an extra clip of Roz gaslighting Frasier. Here it is. Roz, I'm so sorry. Your name was right there in front of me, and I, I just couldn't put my finger on it. Don't oh, forget about it. I already have. Well, it's been happening to me a lot lately. Last night, I walked into the kitchen, and I, I just stood there. I couldn't remember what I got in there for. Well, don't make yourself crazy over it. It's mm. completely normal. Okay. Oh, by the way, your hairstylist called to confirm your appointment. I made an appointment with Timo. I don't remember that. It's because you did, and I was just gaslighting you. <laughs> that is not funny. Oh, lighten up. Here, sign these. So are you going to say it, or are you going to make me wait till the end of the day? Say what? Happy birthday. It is not your birthday. Oh, God. Oh, God, it is. Oh, oh, Ross, I'm so sorry. God, let me take you out to lunch or something after work, okay? You are so easy! Oh, oh, that's it. I'm out of here. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Aren't you forgetting something? Oh, no, I am not forgetting anything. Thank you, Ross. Hey, well, can't blame a girl for trying. Five, four... Three. We're back. That is so amazing. And she is loving every moment of it, and so am I. Absolutely. And you know what also gives me life? The moment where Roz literally buys a man in episode 14, Can't Buy Me Love, and here's a clip of that. Hey, TJ, how was it, man? It was horrible. They're like sharks in a feeding frenzy. The one who bought me had this crazed look in her eye. Where do I pay? <laughs> Ross! I saw what I wanted and I went after it. <laughs> Stay. God bless Roz Doyle. She is so amazing. A fun fact, though, Lisa Kudrow originally auditioned for the role of Roz, and she has said in interviews they made the absolute right decision by going with Perry Gilpin, and I'm gonna agree. That's a crazy town. I can't imagine a Kudrow, a Kudrowian, thank you, a Kudrowian Roz. And Lisa Kudrow is a comedic genius. She's an incredibly gifted comedian and actor. But yeah, this is Perry Gilpin's role. Perry Gilpin brings out a side of Roz that is capable of standing up to Frasier, which is really necessary for that part. Especially because she is Frasier's producer. She literally edits him. She does it in the show and she does it in life. Perry Gilpin has that ability as an actor to come at the big 
personality of Kelsey Grammer. Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss the aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it's been 25 years since it premiered, and a lot has changed. Taryn, what nonsense do you bring? What I have for nonsense really makes my stomach turn. Okay. It is the conversation that Niles and Fraser have about Roz after she leaves in the last episode of the season, My Coffee with Niles. Niles says that she is, quote, comely in a back alley way, end quote. Mm-hmm. And Fraser talks about how her shirt falls open when she's working sometimes. It's, it's vile. They objectify her and talk about how, of course, Fraser thinks about her sexually because he, she works for him. It's awful. And it's all made a little bit worse by the fact that they had just finished talking about how Niles doesn't give Roz a second thought, like, ever. So so she's not worth the time of day unless you want to ogle her when she's not around. It's not great, guys. Not great. And I think this is a good moment to point out that the frame for this segment we have, Nonsense Corner, is perhaps too light for some of these instances of nonsense. Mine is no different. Uh, It's bad. It's real bad. So in episode 10, this is the episode called Oops, where Fraser tells Bulldog that he's getting fired even though he isn't. Bulldog assaults Roz by forcibly kissing her at her place of work. It is super gross. Yuck. Yeah. And then after that, Bulldog goes and yells at his boss This is shown on the show as a dog viciously barking, so it's very, like, aggressive and disgusting. And then he comes storming back into Roz's booth, and Roz jumps up because she's terrified of being assaulted again. It's awful, awful, awful. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Turning back to things we love about the show. A big shift here. (laughs) It's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the first season. Lauren, what's your pick? Yes, my pick for a great Roz-centered episode is the pilot, The Good Son. It shows us exactly who and what Roz is and is totally unapologetic about the character. Great choice. I'm going to recommend episode 7, Call Me Irresponsible. Roz gets a lot of screen time, she gets in her classic Roz lines. Those zingers. Those zingers. And she also gets voice time on the radio, which she doesn't always do. It's all good stuff. Excellent. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out the other episodes for this season of the podcast. They're in our feed on iTunes and Google Play and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. Also, you should go right now and follow us on Instagram at Cafe Nervosa Pod. We are incredibly proud of that feed and you will enjoy it. Please also help us spread the word by telling the Niles to your Fraser, the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa.
We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme. Lauren, you are up. All you need to know for my clip is that here and always, Roz is the best. Roz, aren't you screening these calls? Yeah, but when you only have one, you get a little less particular. <laughs> you look nice. Yeah? Well, I've got a date tonight. Oh, great. Oh, why are you wearing only one heel? Did you break it off? No. I'm dating a sea captain with a peg leg, and this makes it easier when we dance. <laughs> All you need to know here is that Roz and Fraser are talking about what they are doing on their upcoming vacations. Oh, look, Roz, Roz, my brochures are here. Oh, God, very exciting vacation. Oh, the Golden Door Spa? Mm, yes. Look at those accommodations. That is nice. Yes, I plan to leave Dad and Eddie to fend for themselves while I go off and spend an obscene amount of money being pampered like a spoiled child. <laughs> I know it's self-indulgent, but what else are vacations for? By the way, what are, you, what are you doing for your week off? Oh, I'm taking my mom to Ireland to stay in the sod house where her mother was born. Well, why don't you just write the words, bad son, on my forehead? Listen, there is nothing wrong with pampering yourself on your vacation. After all, you do work three hours a day. Oh. I'm sorry, that wouldn't even surprise me. Well, 